0: Blog Talk Radio. Hi, is he here? Yeah, it's I'm weird. fine. I'm all doing right. great. Yeah, I'm
1: fine.
0: Green. Good, good. Yeah, we're all excited to, to to talk to you tonight about this book. Um, quite a quite an adventure you yeah. um, had, and you're still going through. Um, tell tell us a little. <laughs> give it give some background on this, would you? I I, I try to well, explain a little to my to my to my listeners, but um, I think it'd be great to come from you. So explain how, how you, you investigated the murder of your best friend and uh, wrote this this amazing book.
1: Okay, well, thank you, Leo. First of all, thank you very much for having me on the L.A. Steel Show. to um, okay, well, you. Well, gosh, it's like where where to start. I guess, I guess at the beginning, um, the first thing I'd say is, I mean, people will hear my accent and say, well, he's English. Actually, I'm a dual U.S.-U.K. citizen. My parents were American, but I was born and raised in England. And I was raised in a... Small town in England, just to the west of London, no different to uh, small towns in the so- southern United States or anywhere else. Uh, but 20, I, I people. To it, uh, before I,
0: before you give it, give a biography, I think it's important to time time travel a little backwards here. Now we're dealing with the eighties, the nineties here, and uh, uh, I don't I I I, I kind of like to bring this in because what what made, what made me laugh tonight was. Um, the they the recent, uh, uh, Republican debate that happened yesterday, and how they yes, were you know, bringing up the, the the iconic image of Reagan and you know all the wonderful things that he did. He was he was a horrible president? Mm-hmm. But actually, what mm-hmm. he you know he's a conservative icon, and of course Maggie Thatcher was his was his uh, 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 what would you say his uh, paramour, his his uh, yeah. love of his life politically. that that uh this will come out right now and, and, and please well, yes, and
1: it, it it's also kind part. of fright. it's also as you say it's kinda of frightening. Um yeah. Reagan came across as a as a grandfather figure in the eighties. I mean, he did what he did with the economy. But um uh, it's kind of difficult for listeners to throw to to look back thirty years. Some of us can, some of us are younger than that. Uh but it's difficult to look back thirty years and remember what was going on in the eighties. And what my book, Maggie's Hammer, makes clear is that what I'm talking about in the 80s is really terribly important for what is happening now, because behind the grandfather image, Ronald Reagan and Margaret Thatcher were setting in motion military and intelligence activity, which defines what is happening at the moment in the world in terms of Russia and Eastern Europe and in terms of Iran, Iraq, and ISIS. And in order to understand why... What is going on now is going on. You really need to look at the 80s. And the primary military objective of, of Reagan's in the 80s was to bring down what was called the Soviet Union. And he employed vast amounts of money and intelligence and military activity all around the world to do that. The problem he had was this, that he couldn't do a lot of it openly because of congressional oversight, All of the revelations about what the CIA had got up to in the 70s meant that there was heavy congressional oversight in the 80s, and much of what he and George Bush's vice president wanted to do, they had to do through surrogates. And the country that that, that agreed to become the major surrogate for America in the 80s was Great Britain and his partner, Margaret Thatcher. And part of what they did was, um, part of what Great Britain did was arrange arms deals to arm surrogates around the world uh, in order to give the Russians a hard time. And uh, this became big business. It wasn't just a a foreign policy objective. In the case of one of the other great military conflicts in the uh, 80s was the war between Iran and Iraq. Um, $60 billion worth of arms were sold illegally to Iraq. $80 Eighty billion dollars worth of arms were sold illegally to Iran, and most of this arms dealing was done by the, uh, the by the British and the Israelis acting in conjunctions, which also generated huge amounts of arms kickbacks, which found their way and still find their way back to.
0: You know, British you know, one thing I wanted, ask you, I wanted. One thing I wanted to ask you when I, when I read this because I, I don't, I, I don't think I I, uh, I saw it. For, um, was that uh was Maggie ever invited to become a member of the Carlisle Group? Of the of the what group? Carlisle Group. Which was uh George Bush's uh uh, uh mega weapons dealing uh uh company that he uh, you know is still on now. In fact uh he even uh, he even bought out the the uh acclaimed Dunkin' Donuts uh company at, um, I,
1: I I have no information that she did. Uh, she was pretty much doing I her own thing if, I in conjunction wonder if she might have
0: been uh, included because I, don't know. Of this
1: I do I well. do know that, that Margaret Thatcher really didn't have very very much opinion, a very high opinion of George Bush. Um but there was a lot of arms dealing going on in the eighties because there was a lot of money to be made, um uh, and and foreign policy objectives to be pursued. Now, where I come into all of this is um, through my friend Hugh Simmons. I didn't go looking, Leo, for any of this. Uh, I discovered this because I was trying to find out why my friend had died in mysterious circumstances in 1988. Yeah. Sorry? Yeah, I mean, he he turned up, he, we, we were both lawyers working uh, in this small town in Beaconsfield, working our way to becoming members of Parliament, and one day in November '88, he turns up dead in the woods, $7 million missing from his. Uh, client's account in the law firm we worked with, no explanation, no reason, no suicide note. He left behind three young children to whom I was very close. So when the authorities stopped asking questions, I started asking them. Uh, and so I found I was asking the right questions in very much the wrong places. I discovered that, uh, that he had been a senior officer with British intelligence, MI6, very close to Margaret Thatcher, uh, an expert in money laundering, And he became a senior member of the small team that Margaret Thatcher put together secretly to provide support services to all of this activity that Great Britain was undertaking on behalf of America clandestinely, whether it's arms deals, assassinations, um, whether it was helping to arm the Mujahideen in Afghanistan, undertaking assassinations in Lebanon, uh, helping with the pipeline of arms to the Contras in Nicaragua. Britain was the primary surrogate nation that America turned to. And this I discovered over 27 years. One man's rather skeptical journey into all this. I, I'm, I'm a lawyer. I, I took everything with a pinch of salt unless I was actually being given first hand information. So I didn't just get this from books. I, I went out and spoke with uh, the people who'd been working ostensibly with Hugh and with the contacts they gave to me. Um, just working my way through, trying to find out what it was that he'd been up to. And I'm bound to say that after 27 years, I've been told an awful lot about what was going on, which I faithfully chronicle in the book, but I still haven't actually found out why it is he turned up dead. Um, I've been given conflicting accounts by the various intelligence sources that I've spoken to, British, um, American, and Israeli. Um, I still don't know whether it was suicide or whether it was murder. I have two intelligence agents of reasonable credibility who have said that he went out to that woodland glade to meet with someone to get him out of the country, that he had $3 million in cash on him, that he, well, he didn't go out there to commit suicide, he went out there to be taken away, um, but was murdered and it was made to look like suicide. I can't prove that one way or the other. But that was the start of my journey, uh, roller coaster ride, through all sorts of... Um, arenas of intrigue and ending up with what we are talking about, which is um this um, pretty major allegation that Great Britain has been acting as America's hitman around the world for the past thirty years in order to avoid congressional oversight.
0: And that was that was an amazing revelation to me. Uh not that I not that I didn't suspect it but um that that unique relationship that Reagan had with the, with Maggie Thatcher, uh, just just never un- I never quite understood the until I read your book the the the, the, the connection that he had, you know.
1: Yes, and, I mean uh, people thought that it was that it was merely col- political. It wasn't political. It was primarily financial. I mean, um, the reason and, Margaret Thatcher put Britain at Reagan's disposal was because when she took over in the 80s, Great Britain was bankrupt. Um, We were the Greece of our day. Um, I didn't realize. No, I didn't realize. I don't think anybody did. Oh, yeah. We we, we were the country going cap in hand to the IMF for bailouts uh, back then. So she had to try and, first of all, rebuild British industry, which she did by um, massively promoting the arms industry in Great Britain. We are now the number five arms exporter in the world. And, and here's an interesting statistic. I was asked this yesterday. Yeah, uh, we are um, number one. We... Yeah, you are number one, absolutely. are in one. Great Britain, which, has a, popu-
0: in Great Britain, which number... has a population... I beg your pardon? I said you're only number
1: five. We- is- Israel... Well, is- you, see, you see, there's Great Britain, there's America, which is way up there at number one. We're um, then number... Russia, then, then, then we, the rest of us kind of are uh, some way behind... Uh, but it's fairly close between two, three, four, and five. But it's, it's big business. One in five of every employed person in Great Britain is in some way, directly or indirectly, associated with the arms industry. The wow. trade union movement in Great Britain, which is avowedly socialist, supports the arms industry because it provides so many um, jobs to its, it's members. And again, you boy, can yeah. say, well, okay, so what, what, on earth, what on earth does this have to do with America? You mentioned the Republican debate last night. The frightening thing is watching all of these people, one after the other, talking about projecting American military power around the world in order to demonstrate leadership. You and I might be sitting there saying, who cares? Um, We have the same thing in Great Britain, where um, the British Prime Minister at the moment talks about going in and, and, and bombing ISIS and launching drone attacks against the British jihadis in Syria. Now, I mention things like the military-industrial complex really hesitantly. I'm I'm a cynic. I'm I'm not a major conspiracy theorist, but I believe what I see. I believe when things make sense. If you have a country the likes of Great Britain selling that many arms to the Middle East, when you have a country like Great Britain, which is making money out of being the military and intelligence surrogate for for the United States, that builds networks. That builds labor force is dependent on things, and it is not creating an environment where you want peace, you may not actually be promulgating armed conflict, but you sure as heck don't mind when there is armed conflict, because you've got someone to sell arms to, and you've got somewhere that you can uh, have your military and intelligence services um, employed in a clandestine um, situation. So, right, okay, you might say, well, still, why does that affect America? But it was a week ago, uh, Leo, that this country remembered 9/11, which is a very controversial anniversary for a lot of different reasons. Oh, absolutely! We spend we, we, have been, we have been adamant since, since the beginning of,
0: of, of it uh, since 2001 uh, about yeah. the questions around
1: that, and we've brought
0: on so many
1: experts,
0: authors, and. If you spend, if you spend
1: enough time. I mean, whatever may be the conspiracy views about that. If you spend enough time um, promulgating armed conflict, selling arms to nations, so that they may engage in devastating warfare with each other, when you do that for long enough, eventually someone in those regions is going to start wanting to. Is going to think think of the idea of bringing the same devastation to the people who are selling the arms. Um, and that leads to events like 9-11, and it leads to events like that we've had in Great Britain, where there have been um, Muslim attacks on civilians in Great Britain. But, but honestly, everything honestly, that yeah. was going on in the 80s, everything that's going on with arms sales
0: and yeah, but, this role that and Honestly, though, hey, with, your, with your background, your understanding, do you honestly believe that 9-11 was,
1: a, was, was, was an Arab attack on the United States? I know that there are people who believe that it was a, a CIA attack. I don't know. I've not spoken. Well, I mean, Leo. I'm, I'm I'm a lawyer. I believe what I see. I believe. And, and, and we actually
0: had those bastards, yeah, you know, in custody. Okay. Uh, you know, from you know, they actually found them and had them in the custody, and they were cheering and yelling when when the uh, when the when the World Trade Centers came down, and they were all Israelis. All right. So you know we you know to me there's no there I I I don't quite understand that you know that that you know it, with all of the information you have you're you're not quite convinced that nine one one was such a was a conspiracy and was a was an inside job I was kind of surprised at that because you well, know
1: well 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 here here here's my question to you if it was an inside job. Why was it an inside job?
0: Well, it was a it was completely a a a a, 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 a controlled demolition. There wasn't any airplanes that could have done that. It was
1: controlled demolition. Uh, but, but, it proved but, but Leo, it, it why, proved why 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 would you do it? Why would you do uh, it? it? These guys, can you understand my question?
0: Were they were you know the you know Wolfwoods wanted wanted. Wanted the you know you know a new Pearl Harbor I mean you know in order to 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 do what they what the Bush administration did which was to try to uh, conquer the uh, you know the Middle East and control the the oil and everything else over there I mean it was so such a, a vile and and, and evil uh, uh, conspiracy that that I, I I'm, I'm you know. You're you're talking about Maggie's involvement with, with her uh, you know, assassinations of MI five, but yet you know, did the, the the entire Bush administration, including George H. W. who was a who was the you
1: know, yeah, you know,
0: former head of the CIA, you know, uh this guy was one of the biggest criminals that ever lived Okay, and was a president of the United States, and his son was the greatest criminal, and is, a, is considered a war criminal to this day, and can't get out of the United States, all right, without being arrested. So, you know, to me, when I when I read this book and I read the co- co- collaboration, because Ronald Reagan to me was a big hypocrite, yeah. a, a great farce, the greatest farce that ever lived, and of course the Republican Party. Okay, now is is it has got him as a as a Republican icon, a conservative icon, you know? And you know, everybody should be like Ronald Reagan. He was the biggest crook biggest fraud that ever that that we've ever had in this country and brought in a conservative dictatorship that lasted uh twenty years. All right? I mean, he destroyed this country financially, he destroyed it in the infrastructure, he's destroyed it in every every way possible. And Maggie Thatcher was the biggest fraud, okay, of a prime minister that I could ever imagine, and yet you know she's heralded as as a, as a Wonder Woman, you know. So explain to me how 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 this could all be lost in in translation somehow between English America and English Europe and English England, you know. Uh, I, I I it just beyond me. How it escapes everybody you know
1: well I, we I, I can't claim i can't claim that my book explains all of that uh Leo, no. but what my book does explain is it goes some way to explaining that Margaret Thatcher wasn 't the icon of the that people think she is oh, God, no. that she that's pimped that. out her military and intelligence services to the Americans so that Ronald Reagan could undertake the sort of activity that you're talking about that's and that, no, that's all good of the that. all of the agendas that were were around in the eighties started with Margaret Thatcher. And Ronald Reagan, and as you quite rightly say, we are still in some sure shape or form seeing those agendas unfold today. Which is why it's important to read, the, uh, to understand about the eighties, and why I would like yeah. to suggest it's, it's important not, to read not, my book. Not to,
0: yeah, not not to uh, lighten her her uh, effect on history, but I mean, when I look at this Republican candidate, uh, these twelve Republican candidates that are still viable, I guess and. You know, for the 2016 election here in the United States, oh, oh, uh, you know, a kissing, kissing the the memory and kissing the 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 the, the robe of of Jesus Christ. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry about that. Jesus Christ, uh, Ronald Reagan. You know, it, it really, 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 uh, kind of destroys everything. But, uh it is just amazing to me. You know, how, how, well how,
1: I can see I can see I can see Leo that this you feel very passionately about this. Could you answer me a question? Did you feel that um my book, Maggie's Hammer, helped you understand any of this better than you did well, before? I, did. I
0: was I I didn't realize that uh, Great Britain played such a role in in, in in uh in this to this day, okay? And mm-hmm. assassinations and everything else that you know, that that's going on. But uh, and I'm grateful that you wrote the book. I think it's a. I think it's, a, it's an Well,
1: thank you. I mean, it's 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 grim stuff that we hear about. It was grim watching that debate last night. Um, are there any so other they, questions I can help you with? You know, of of
0: of uh, a mockery of intelligence, I'll tell you. No, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: Well, it's kind of frightening. Definitely frightening.
0: Was yeah, it was. Especially how they, you know, the the the. Enamor that that the Republicans have of, of Ronald Reagan and his remarkable administration. His administration was so horrible, okay? It brought about so many problems that you know it it, it you know and what he did in 1987. I mean, he brought up this. He, he brought up this, He revised the entire tax structure in 1986 and 87, which destroyed that our the American economy and probably the world economy. But I mean, I I I was I I I I saw it I saw it happening and it frightened me when it did and I understood Reagan in 1987 that he was probably the worst possible president that this country ever had, all right? And Bush was the absolute worst nightmare that this country ever ever had, all right? And his son uh, G W was was just. You know, icing on the cake of, of a nightmare of hell, All right. So, you know, this whole—I cons- know you were a conservative. What was your? I wanted to ask you what your what compelled you, and what compels you to this day to 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 have been a member of the Conservative Party, and what was the well the, the thing? Is, the thing is,
1: Leo, the British Conservative Party. When people talk about conservatives in Great Britain, they're not I, really talking about the same sort of conservative in America. Uh, we, we have conservatives in Great Britain who are on the right, but the British Conservative Party is more center-right than the American conservatives. Uh, and very, American conservatives wouldn't feel very comfortable in the British Conservative Party. But back in the sure. 80s, um, it, 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 the politics is like a pendulum. Um, we just come out of the 70s um, with socialism in Great Britain which, in the view of most of the people in that time, had done a lot of harm to British industry and the economy. And it was time to kind of swing the pendulum back a bit and um, sort out industry and uh, replenish the health of the public purse, which is why Margaret Thatcher Uh, built up the arms industry. It's why she set about pimping out the military and intelligence services to America. First of all, it was simply to make money. Secondly of all, it was to support Reagan in his foreign policy agenda, which was um, to bring down the Soviet Union and also make money out of the Iran-Iraq war. So think, um, that's why I yes. joined the Conservatives. But the thing is, when you're young, Leo, when I was pretty young back then, and you you, you join a party, and in, in in Great Britain the parties aren't quite as narrow as they are here. It's kind of like well, being in a you family. What, you, 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 you 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 develop know, a yeah. sense of loyalty, and there definitely yeah. have been things that the cons- the British Conservatives have done over but the years I'm very happy time, with. Time,
0: very different times. Yeah, though.
1: very 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 different kind of party. I
0: agree. Um, with you. Because even yeah. in 1980, uh, you know. I I voted for Ronald Reagan in 1980 and and in yep. 84 because there was nothing opposing there was no there was no better program that they had the Democrats in this country were completely lost they were completely destroyed uh, I mean a, a useless party uh, during that period and they allowed the conservative control of the media they controlled oh. the, the government they controlled everything
1: all right and I mean uh, for that reason there was there was a lot that Reagan was getting up to that a lot that Reagan was getting up to that we we didn't discover until after 1984 um that's and indeed right. as as you know with my book Maggie's hammer that, that you've just discovered a whole angle to the whole thing which only, which has only come out in 2015 um cool. there's an awful lot of stuff that's not coming out it takes a while to get to it
0: it takes a long time to get to it and it's, it's it's so sad 'Cause the arms and Thatcher's Rise to Power uh chapter, you know, was was quite explicit and, and so was the uh um, covert military operative for US. Uh-huh. I, I you know, uh there was so much that was done during that time and it that we understood. But you know, for instance, uh Reagan Reagan's death squads in South America, okay, uh, with Negroponte, that that was something that, that we found out about and And it was like you know what was what was this crazy bastard doing? He's crazy, you know, and he was a freaking dementia uh Alzheimer's patient in his second in his second uh um uh uh administration all right his second term, so it's like to me i mean maybe you can explain this this relationship he had with Maggie Thatcher because I never quite understood it i mean she had no appeal to any American. And I can, I know, you know, uh, you know. We all thought she was, who knows, and she was kind of the, you know, and we and 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 Reagan uh, had this uh, strange uh, uh, amorous affection toward her, you know. That nobody, I don't even know if his wife understood it, but you know, uh, I think he when he quoted that he was. You know somehow he was you know mystically involved with her i don't know,
1: but can you explain well they they had they had they had much the same politics but i think um as the years went on the, the the close relationship between them uh in terms of foreign policy arose out of this arrangement um which i um discovered and chronicled in my book maggie's hammer um, now, Explain. And we mentioned you know, it takes, It takes a long time to, to get to these things. Uh, as I say, I didn't go looking for it. I, I got to it because I was trying to uncover the truth about my friend's death. Um, right. And these things take time. When, you, when, you, when you're one guy on your own, these things take time. Um, and that's How, always the problem. And that's yeah. one of the reasons why I, I wrote the book was because it became clear to me that yeah. if you follow the money and you follow the people from the 80s, you, you wander through the 90s and the noughts, and you find yourself in in the war of terror, same people, same money. And you sometimes feel as an individual, particularly if you were watching the Republican debate last night, is there any way we can ever stop this? And the answer is yes. Get hold of books like mine, see what the trail is, and then start following the, 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 the names and the money yourself. Start right. engaging and, and do that, because it may be that that way we can stop something happening in the future. I, I, is it going to be the case that we only find out about what's going on now 10, 20 years from now? Or is there some oh, way absolutely. that we can read about what went on you in know, the 80s, here, follow the, the trail, point. and actually find out about it before um, it's revealed in 10 or 20 years' time? That's what we want to try and do, is get ahead of the curveball.
0: That's the tragedy. And, you know, last night you you talked about last night's debate, which was interesting. That You know, you take a guy like Jeb Bush, who was totally absolutely responsible for his brother's his brother's uh win in Florida because he rigged all of the books down there. He rigged the voting. He rigged he rigged the uh registries, everything. It was totally totally uh, a fraud and and uh, Jeb Bush should be in jail because of what he did, but as a governor down there. But he never got he never he never was indicted. Um You know, uh, my friend, uh, our friend uh, Greg Palast, who's a great reporter, uh, an English reporter. uh, He's he's part of the Nightline over there uh, uh, group, but uh, he came out with a remarkable book and a remark, you know, best money democracy, best money democracy could buy, and uh, a few other books. But he explained to us on our program what a fraud, what a nightmare fraud that that whole election was in 2000. And how Jeb Bush played a major, major, major port uh, uh 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 game in uh or part in the frauding of of that whole Florida election process, which uh uh-huh. eventually uh led to uh his brother's uh reelection. You know, or election okay. rather in two thousand
1: and re election in two thousand four.
0: So Well know,
1: Leo Leo, um you you, you very uh, kindly ahead. said that you read my book read the you book Maggie go? Maggie Shama. Did you have any other questions that uh, you you wanted to ask arising out of the book? See, I want I more wanted to,
0: to 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 understand how he got. Um, I want people to understand more how he got Margaret Thatcher and, of course, probably David Cameron to this day and every other you know clown in between. Uh, you know, Tony uh, Tony Blair and to be working with us on in this capacity.
1: All right. Well, once Margaret Thatcher had pretty much sold out the British military and intelligence services to the United States, the pattern was established. On the one hand, you've got people and networks depending upon this, so they generate, they go on generating work. On the other hand, the Americans know where the skeletons are hidden. So you get to 2003, George Bush wants to invade Iraq. How on earth did he manage to get a left-wing British prime minister to go along? Answer, blackmail. My book sets out how. Um, how is it that I mean? Just two weeks ago, I was reading that David Cameron had authorized the secret uh, arming of one of the opposition groups uh, in Syria—not ISIS, but one of the other ones. How did yeah, that happen? Because well, the Americans know were scuttled them. So that's why that's why it continues.
0: Uh, exactly what frightens me is that the United States, Israel, and the and 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 England and the Western Allies have all you know co- uh, uh cooperated in arming ISIS, all right? It's it's absolutely insanity, all right? But uh but you know I maybe you you can explain this 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 uh policy between countries to arm a, a an established a, a crazy absolute insane organization like ISIS, okay? For, for, for what? And then all of a sudden go to war against it? You know, they arm it, they well, build it. Yeah, the,
1: the, the, it. The, simple, the simple answer to that, Lee, I'll give you the simple answer and then the slightly longer answer. The simple answer is money and also having a champion in the Middle East. And if, you, if you look at the history of the Middle East in the last hundred years, both America and Great Britain, because they wanted oil and whatever, backed one country, then another country, then the first country again, and, that's, and, and armed them in order to make them strong. The situation with ISIS goes back to Iraq in the seventies and the eighties, um right. when Britain was arming Iraq and also Iran at the same time, illegally, to keep the to keep balance of power between them. And Hussein yeah. wanted uh, biological, nuclear and chemical weapons and Europe That's provided right. them to him. Illegally. Charge, well Charge then, they realized, they'd gone, it, then well. they realized then they realised they'd gone too far and so they invaded for whatever reason in two thousand and three the yes. Iraqi army was disbanded by Wolfowitz, which may or may not have been a very good idea. They were disbanded and ignored. ISIS came from the disbanded Iraqi army. Having been uh, disbanded, they knew where the, where the weapons were. They knew where aye, the chemical weapons aye, were. No, and the next a... thing you have is this ISIS, which has got a ton of money and nuclear, biological, and chemical weapons, and is a threat in the Middle East because we created them. There you
0: go Jeff this is exactly exactly what I've been saying forever and but but the the amazing thing is is there you go this is this is new all of the Iraqi all the Iraqi uh uh soldiers okay yeah the 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 one there there are ISIS now is that correct
1: yeah and I mean we're not we're not we're not just talking foot soldiers we're talking the generals we're talking yeah. to people who hey, carry you know, out. you know Sad the amazing Hussein. thing
0: was: did, did you hear it the other day on the news? You must have heard this. That after spending five hundred million dollars in training rebels in Syria, there's only five people. There's only five soldiers that are ready to to to, to fight. Did you hear that? Well, well I well I, I hadn't I, I hadn't heard that. It was, um, it was totally amazing. It was on mainstream media. I, I don't remember which which station it was. I heard it but they they reported that the that the the Pentagon said that out of out of spending after spending over half a billion dollars half a billion dollars in training these these Iraqis okay former Iraqi soldiers and stuff to fight ISIS or and the rebels you know in in Egypt in Egypt okay yeah. there there are only 5 of them that are actually ready to fight out of I don't know how many 50,000 or whatever because all of them are running the hell out of Syria, they're getting the hell out of there, okay? And, and they're 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 uh, they're becoming the, these refugees that you're seeing on the, you know, on television now, you know, trying to get into Isn't Hungary it? and Europe. It, it, but I mean, but it's, it's interesting
1: so. you should mention that because um, uh, I've been writing to people in Great Britain. It is only now that people are seeing, strangely enough, the connection between hmm. arms bribes to politicians who have a vested interest in selling <coughs> arms, the selling those arms helps to foment war, devastating war, and the devastating war is creating refugees who are now turning up
0: on the Absolutely. doorsteps of the
1: very countries who were selling the arms in the first place. There's
0: a connection. Well, you know, G.H.W. Bush, uh, G.H.W., the, the senior, uh, he is the chairman of the company. He's the founder and chairman of the company of Carlisle which is the biggest weapons uh, uh 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 seller in in the world okay everybody that's on his board of directors in that in that corporation is a former member of his cabinet including including uh uh, uh Osama bin Laden's brother okay is on the Carl is in the caller group so if you can. Explain well, I, I know I
1: know that there's a lot of interesting connections. Yeah, the one thing I do yeah,
0: know is the one, the one thing I do know
1: is that um, Margaret Thatcher, while she was alive, had a luxury condominium in the same building in Houston that uh, George Bush did. George H. Oh.
0: W. Does that surprise you? No, I'm no, right. there were, there were, uh, they were they were, God, they could have been bed buddies if you could imagine But it's like I I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's just beyond me how uh these people can can exist to this day without being you know seen i i respect your book and i respect what you did you know and trying and trying to uh you know bring this about but uh how how is this being uh seen in britain i mean is margaret thatcher's uh uh, uh record or her her legacy being thwarted and loved and adored by by all of the
1: say that Margaret Thatcher's legacy in Great Britain is not quite like it Ronald Reagan's is in America. Margaret oh, Thatcher is a divisive that. figure. <laughs> she she, she was yeah she was like, a divisive figure <laughs> when she was alive and she's a, a divisive figure now there are people who think the world of her and there are people who can barely mention her name. Um, uh, she was yeah. a very divisive he, figure.
0: Yeah David Icke has uh, has thrashed her pretty well in her administration pretty well in his his work but I I just uh, I uh, to me you know after reading your book and and seeing what's going on, it makes so much more sense to me. But I mean, is is Barack Obama using the British as well? And and, uh, and uh, my anyways, my, un, uh, my
1: understanding is that um yeah, well yes my understanding is yes is, yeah. In I terms was, of the details, I've, you'll have to read you'll have to read the book uh, which is called Maggie's Hammer. Um, but yes, it's it's continued and it, it continues.
0: It just doesn't stop, uh, you know. And, no. and can you? I mean, uh, well, we'll let, let's get back to the to your to your friend who who began you when you began this whole investigation. Now he was the financial uh, um, arbitrator, I guess, of for her he, as well as yeah.
1: Uh, other... uh, I mean, my 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 book basically falls into three sections. I mean, the section one was. Trying to find out what was going on, and as I, as I mentioned to you, it became a, a bit of an adventure because I wanted to get my information first hand, and I found that I was <laughs> getting my information first hand from intelligence agents. And Neo, I can tell you, um, it, one of the things that's probably not a good idea to do is turn up on the doorstep of intelligence agents and say you want to talk to them because they. Can't really <laughs> more. I thought about that, <laughs> <laughs> was I, but I, I but did, that. and and I, and I, the uh, first part uh, of my book chronicles that. And we have a bit of an adventure, and I got shot at and warned off by the CIA. And then I took the information that I was given about what he'd been up to and tried to see if I could find any confirmation of it, some correlation in the research, and and, and that's the second part of the book. And then the third part of the book is actually writing to prime ministers and saying, okay, I've discovered this information, would you care to comment? And the extraordinary thing is the, the, the incredible... Machinations that very well known politicians and industry leaders would go to to not answer my questions. I had one delightful (laughs) letter from a guy who was a chairman of GEC. Now, this is GEC UK, not GEC America, but GEC UK Uh, is still the largest private company in Great Britain, major defence contractor. And Lord Pryor was the chairman. He'd been a minister with Margaret Thatcher. And I wrote to him and said, okay, here's this guy, I've discovered that he was part of the secret group around Margaret Thatcher. He was selling arms, apparently GEC-manufactured arms, would you care to comment? And he didn't say yes or no, he said, I find it extremely difficult to believe that would have happened. And I said, okay, but, he said, I did know your friend and I met him three times. And I wrote back and said, well, hang on, when you say you met him three times, would that be that you met him at some social function, or you met him when you were downstairs loading the warheads onto the flatbeds? Um, he didn't much care for that. He didn't, he, didn't, he didn't write back. But this is the extraordinary thing. I know it sounds, I, I make light of it, but it was. Ex, it's ex, there is something about what my friend was up to and this secret group that is very deadly and dark. And oh, yeah. kind of like, we're talking about the underbelly anyway. We're talking about arms deals by the back door. But there, he was part of a group that kept it quiet. You say, why don't people know about this? And the answer is because people like my friend were around and part of his group are Unknown to me, and they were keeping the lid on things and sometimes yeah. keeping the lid on things as i discovered in, dis- in detail in my book included taking people out, which was kind oh, of yeah no there's
0: no question about that we 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 see the, yeah. the you know the american sniper you know and and whatnot but um mm-hmm. but you know i think i think what 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 fascinated me most was that um we 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 kind of Uh, That the United States happened to defer all of its, um, um, how can I say, its uh, uh, dirty work, you know, to the MI five, MI six, you know, and and taken in by Margaret uh, Margaret Thatcher, and uh, to this day, and we don't have any clue as to what's going on, where it's what what's happening, who's being wiped out, what what coup is happening here and there and everywhere else, and. And it's like um you know uh and and the problem the problem
1: of, with that is that the reason the reason you have congressional oversight is to try right. and keep some kind of rain on that, but if you're yeah. actually um doing it through a surrogate, well, you've got no rain whatsoever, and there was something oh, else you probably when, know about when george show. bush started
0: the, started using uh, 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 z- Isabella, z- subac- z- uh where was it uh Ubekistan and all these other places yeah. where the CIA mm-hmm. could start renditioning these these uh these you know the, the these people and uh without without any, any cause. Great Britain was another exactly. one of them. Yeah, you and know, this, this started, this started you know, in when, the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. And the nineties yeah. and uh, now, even now mm-hmm. I'm sure they're they're probably still doing it. But you know yes, these indeed. secret these programs are so quiet and so secret and your media is so sewn up by the government that, you know, there there's no there's no way like our program has been censored it's been hacked well you know last week we had that problem yes, indeed. with our network and and anything that goes out that that is of any um any reality anything real anything that that discloses any kind of government secrets i mean is is immediately considered you know a draconian to have draconian uh, measures taken after them you know and censored and hacked and you know even, even arrested some. Some people have even been so in some some areas, but um, you know, we've I, you know what happened. I've been in this business for fifteen years, and and to me, uh, you know, I've seen it all from television and radio and everything, the censorship. But I've never seen it so bad in the last probably three or four, two or three years under Obama. I've never seen it this
1: well, bad. Yes, you know, here's an interesting it thing. Under
0: I, Bush. But
1: under Obama, yeah, I'll, I'll a of course. I'll throw this one at you, um, um, Leah, because I was talking to uh, an interviewer yesterday and, about this, and yeah. I'll be very honest. He was a little sceptical. He was like, "Ah, geez, Jeff, I find this awful difficult to believe." And I said, "Okay, read the book, make up your own mind. It's called Maggie's Hammer, people. It's a 200 pages. It's not very long. Um, read it, make up your own mind. I'm not trying to sell people on what what I've discovered. Right. Um, this is what I've been told. People are intelligent. They can make up their own mind." Mm-hmm. But just after that, literally within hours of that happening, that interview, we had the Republican debate, and he wrote to me after the debate and said, "That's fascinating, because I didn't believe that there was this connection between Reagan, Bush, and Margaret Thatcher. But then, they are asked on this on the in the debate, who would you have on the ten dollar bill? And Jeb Bush says Margaret Thatcher. Oh, he that said was, was a, sick, he was wasn't it? Knocked over. That, that was the
0: Thing I I mean he said he said is if, there if any I connection I said Look, I don't if know if there's any connection right then I would have done it yeah
1: uh, that
0: was I don't know if there's I any connection
1: have... but it is interesting that one of the bushes um, yeah. would have picked on Margaret Thatcher does it suggest yeah. he knows more about this than we do I don't know oh that of course Jeb my... yeah, Jeb is nothing
0: but a puppet I mean he, he he's a puppet and and he got he I mean the guy the, as soon as the guy uh, mentioned that he was going to run. He gets a hundred million dollars. Where does he get it from? Who the hell knows? you know probably every arms dealer in the world you know wants wants Bush as president but um, but you know uh, last night, you know last night, I think Trump took care of him, and I think the others took care of him, and I think he was undermined and and I think he's a, he's an extremely weak candidate and god I hope for the sake of the American people that they don't even consider another uh Bush for for office you know. And, but you know that 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 that's true. What you said was true. Uh, he said Margaret Thatcher for the ten dollar bill. What a piece of work! Uh, that was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, you know you know you know what amazed me though is my 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 feelings for for the uh, for for the ten dollar bill or whatever. Well, what, twenty. I think it was ten or twenty. I can't remember what they were arguing about. But it's the uh, to me Eleanor Roosevelt should be on the on that. You know. She mm-hmm. should be nominated for that. But instead, they want to nominate Margaret Thatcher. Come on! Who the hell is kidding who here? <laughs> you know? Are, the, are these people uh, out of this freaking world? Or I mean, to me, there's not a Republican in the world that makes any sense. They're complete, complete morons from hell. I can't even imagine what the conservatives in, in, in England are. I mean, Margaret Thatcher was a complete and lunatic woman, okay? Uh, you know... David Cameron, Jesus Christ. He he's a he's a liberal uh a liberal laborer or whatever whatever what's he from? Liberal or Labour? I forget now. He
1: he's from the he's from the British Conservative Party, but he's more on the sort of the uh, the he's, yeah. he's more well, He's a
0: schmuck and everybody knows that. Okay, but the British people for some reason. And he's a complete sell out. Yeah, New World Order, crazy bastard. But you know, he he's part of it. And and you know, I was surprised that Tony Blair is some, some kind of trying to resurrect his legacy, you know, in the Middle East. But you know, that guy should be hung and hung out to dry as well. What a what a piece of work he was. But uh, you know, yes, he, yeah, you know, it, and well, I, I, I talk he's about he's not considered a war criminal like Bush and Reagan, not Reagan Bush yeah,
1: I, I deal with Tony Blair in in, in, in the book. Um, he he yeah. pretty much continued the legacy of Margaret Thatcher.
0: Yep, yep. Even though he was supposedly a liberal, you know, or a labor or whatever he was, but um, mm-hmm. you know, this, this guy, he, 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 I to me, I I never understood. Maybe you can explain to me, but I, I never understood English politics. I mean, for one thing, you got you got this Queen of England, okay. I mean, what a what a freaking ridiculous thing that is, okay? And then you got a prime minister who nothing is nothing but a lapdog to the Queen of England, you know? Uh, I mean, I I I can't understand this. And then you got all this royalty running around, and I mean, this little Prince George is more popular than the the prime minister. I mean, it, it, you know, I, if he says, uh, I mean, I I just it's just beyond me uh, understanding English politics but you know maybe english politics next to you know understanding england to try to understand american politics is probably just as hard but i, I never could understand the, the 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 english uh fascination toward toward this uh, uh uh royalty and then this strange parliament that they have that you know is is uh and by lords and and by the commoners. I mean, I, I, it doesn't make sense to me. But maybe you can explain that to, to us.
1: Well, I don't know I, I can explain. I mean, I I wouldn't pretend to know all about that. But I would say this. I mean, when well, people sort of ask me, so why, party, right? why do you have you the Queen of, of England? You, you, you understood but, that more. But when when people ask me, what, you know, why do you, so, have the yeah. Queen, why do you have a Queen of England? Why do you have a monarch? I say, look at it like this. Would you rather have uh, Queen Elizabeth II as your head of state or Ronald Reagan? I, I think we've done pretty well having the Queen of England as well as Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. It's an, it's an anachronism. It's well, old fashioned. Of England, but, you know,
0: she's a, What what authority does she actually have? Honestly.
1: Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you know, she's she, she's better than Ronald Reagan. So, um, and you know, I mean,
0: no, no. is sorry? The Queen of England actually more powerful than the than the president, or or no, no. She know she, know. she has
1: she has no, she has no power at all. She's just a figurehead.
0: Um, she's a figurehead. She, she's yeah,
1: she,
0: she shakes but, I mean, hands and stuff. Yeah, I mean, just somebody to get around and love her and say, "Oh yeah, yeah, bless yeah, the world." the, the, blah, the blah, blah, power blah. is huh.
1: in Parliament. The power is
0: but, in Parliament. But you know, she is worth uh, about three trillion dollars. Okay. Uh, yeah, of, she's. She, I don't know about that much.
1: She's worth about. She's worth. Um, she's worth about she owns everything,
0: and she owns every. She owns everything, and every part of the uh, uh, empire. It's actually owned by them, by the royal family. It still is under their. Constitution or whatever but it's like you know I, I we could never understand it from this side of the ocean man and you know uh, but what you know uh, what does she have to do with Margaret Thatcher's decisions anything or any oh you know, nothing
1: I, uh, I mean it's pretty much all, it's pretty huh? much well known it's pretty much well known that the Queen and Margaret Thatcher hated each other they, really
0: um,
1: Oh, I didn't know oh, that yeah. It was bad luck. Oh, toys. I didn't know that.
0: All right. Yeah. So why did they hate each other so much?
1: Uh, I don't know. I wasn't a fly on the wall, Leo, but um, uh, <laughs> I, I would say probably two two powerful women in the same room is one powerful woman too many.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I. if you had the debate, what did you think of Carly Farina? Uh,
1: I... I well, know women like that you. That we that she's scared. Uh, yeah, I'm... Uh, uh, I'm yeah. glad you said that. Um, <laughs> she's scared that. Um, of you. you know, I, I... Trump made one good point about her last night, which what? is that she's a failed businesswoman. Oh, um, wow, and definitely, made yeah. of, and, uh And she's yeah, very, very powerful and forthright and very certain of her views. And I'm very... Um, wary of people who aren't open to other people's opinions, and I don't think she's open. She, to she anybody's
0: right. Actually, I, I I was talking to a guy today. And I said, I swear to God, she reminded me of uh, uh, Mommy Dearest. You know, uh, you mm-hmm. know when I I was watching her intensity when she was talking about these different issues, and she reminded me of that uh, Joan Crawford uh, movie, you know, the movie of Mommy Dearest. Had no yes. more wire coat hangers. Did you? Did you ever see that? It was a very, very famous. Movie. Yes,
1: I did. I mean, it's it's, it's very interesting because um, She reminded me of of Joan Crawford, you know,
0: in that movie. You know, and it was like uh, it was like my God, I could see this woman going crazy on someone, you know, and that that's why they fired her from Hewitt Packard because she was like totally unworkable. You know what I mean? And, well, um, you
1: sort of got that impression, like I said, you got that impression watching her that she probably doesn't... Exactly, and I can them.
0: understand why why Donald Trump went after her and explained it. You know, it was a totally failed company. It was, a, you know, everything, and they're still they're laying off 30,000 people right now as we speak. You know, uh, as you just announced yesterday, um, you know, the Hewitt is laying off 30,000 more people. And these were all from See, decisions we, that she... Brought into the country, they've been trying to repair from since uh, for the last four or five years, and she she got.
1: It's kind of of difficult because um, people who want to see a woman president, um, just like people in Great Britain who wanted to see a woman prime minister, it's difficult because they wanted a woman prime minister, but they didn't want it to be Margaret Thatcher, and Uh, they might want a woman a president in America, but do they want it to be Hillary Clinton or Carly Fiorina?
0: Um so no I don't it's, think it's, I don't think too many people care about the Carly farina but but a lot of people think that that Hillary is so qualified well, Hillary is a psychopath and uh, hillary is has got the the worst record of lying and deceit. she's been involved with over twenty different major uh uh scandals okay in her career. Mm-hmm. She was fired from the water from the Watergate committee for uh, corruption of justice. Can you imagine that? All mm-hmm. right. I mean, she she was actually fired back then, uh, she was one of the lawyers on the uh, Watergate committee, but in seventy two. But it's like it's like twenty, and and, and I, I've announced this on my show. I've read them all. Every, twenty different major scandals since uh, since nineteen seventy two that she's been involved with. Imagine that. And they and, and yeah, people it's... want to elect her as president. All right, it's just incredible, incredible insanity in this country, and uh, you know, and I, I guess they did it with Margaret Thatcher, but God damn, I hope they don't do it with you, with, with Hillary. It's the most frightening, frightening concept. But uh, but anyway, I, I'm sorry I, I got off the track there. But what? Yeah. With you, well, no, with with the Queen and the you know and and, <laughs> and all of the stuff that you you were um, you know you're advocating. Uh, you had a hell of a ride in that in this in the last twenty years there or more, and um, you know. So where where do you go from here and with your publication? Your well, book, even you know. You um,
1: you here's the thing, Leo. I mean, it has taken me twenty seven years to try to find out what happened to my friend, to discover yeah. that he was part of this team around Margaret yeah. Thatcher, uh, providing support services to this strange relationship between the United Kingdom and New America, right. where. The United Kingdom was acting as the clandestine hitman for America around the world these past 30 years. Right. Um, but even though I have been have discovered a lot from first-hand interviews with intelligence agents, whether they're Israeli, American, or British, and although they have told me a lot about this relationship between the United Kingdom and the United States and their foreign policy agendas around the world, clandestine and otherwise, I still haven't found precise, found out precisely what happened to my friend um, as I said earlier, I have two intelligence agents who say he was murdered um, because he knew too much, but I don't yeah. actually know what it was that he got. Well,
0: this reminded me a lot of the assassination there of the uh, scientist uh, on the uh, before the uh, advent of the Iraq War, leading up to the Iraq War. Remember, I, I forget his name now. Uh, he was he was he was killed in the, uh after he came out against the against the weapons of mass destruction, remember that um, in two thousand three, before the invasion of Iraq, uh, Tony Blair had sci- him You remember that?
1: You're talking about the scientist uh, Gerald Fall yeah. who was apparently, that? assassinated, apparently assassinated apparently assassinated by the Israelis. Yeah, they said he, the he
0: committed suicide, but they found his they found the uh, evidence that he was actually assassinated. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so, and uh, my, my Israeli intelligence contact has given me information about that and says that well, it was, this, in his opinion, um, it, was, it was the same team that uh, killed my friend.
0: Oh, uh, I believe it. It sounded similar. Yeah, it sounded similar and around the same time frame. So that, that would make sense. Uh, sorry to hear that. But... Um, that shook us up here in the united states and uh, i I was talking about it a lot on our on our radio show uh and um you know it it was a uh you know that period of time was so was so volatile and so strange but uh and everybody even uh, Scott Ritter, who was the weapons inspector um i interviewed him and i and i you know and he he stated that um you know it was it was all a bogus bullshit. You know, and that, um, you know, Tony Blair and uh, George Bush and uh, all of this was just a a big um, lead-up to, you know, just an invasion of Iraq for, you know, they didn't have weapons of mass destruction. So, but anyway, you know, know, uh, Blitzer, Wolf Blitzer Blitzer, there, the guy who was the UN inspector, too. Remember him? Uh, Blitzer, I think his name was Blitz. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he he was he he came out and said there was no there was no weapons of mass destruction either, but they still went into war. You know, they still attacked the best of the, the Iraq, and uh, you know we have that legacy to this day, a nightmare over there. And one uh, all, of
1: the, one all, of the yeah. things I touch one one of the things I touch on in my book is I go through that rationalizing it very carefully because again I wasn't trying to prove anything. Uh, I wasn't happy about the war in Iraq, but when they right. went in. I wrote to uh, um, certain uh, authorities, individuals in Great Britain and America and said, okay, this is the information I've got about the specific arms deals that my friend was connected with, one of which was supplying um, American uh, engines for the Scudby missiles to extend their range. And I basically said, when you get in there and find them, could you let me know? And the next thing we're hearing is, well, there isn't anything. And I spoke to some journalists in Great Britain, and I said, wait a minute, you've got 1,600 members of the CIA and the Iraq Survey Group going around the country trying to find yeah. these plants. You can read about these things in the same books that I read about. If they've gone, if they've disappeared, why aren't you demanding press conferences at the sites that we all know about and saying, here they are, there's nothing here? My information yeah. is there were missions of mass destruction, Weapons mis- of mass destruction, the invasion and the aftermath of it was a huge stunt to hide the removal of those weapons. And if you read my book, you'll find out more about that. There were always weapons of mass destruction. That's why ISIS now has chemical weapons. Amazing, huh? Yeah, totally amazing. Mm -hmm.
0: But anyway, hey, Jeffrey, I I appreciate you being with us tonight. It It was a nice discussion, and I want everybody to try to take a look at this book it's uh it's quite an eye opener it's maggie's Farm hammer and by jeffrey um uh gilson and um it's very Larry, it's very uh, easy
1: to find leo it's very easy yeah. to find you just go go on to um uh the google google yep. maggie's hammer it's the only thing yep. out there called maggie's hammer and you will find it and yeah, thank you very name. much for having me on your it's show a good name, yeah so i wish you a
0: lot of luck with it uh jeffrey and uh you know um yeah, you got a lot of courage uh, bringing it. Yeah, following this up, and uh, I hope you can. I um, hope it brings light to everybody. You know, but what Thank happened? Thank you very I was, much. I was, surprised. yeah, I was surprised. So, bless you, guy. I'm glad you're glad you're out there talking, and I hope you get a lot of. I hope you get a lot of interest in the book. Thank you. All right, and good night, guy. You have a nice evening thanks. now. Yeah, thanks for being on. Bye bye. And uh, that was uh, that was Jeffrey uh, Jeffrey Gilson. And he is, um yeah, go to Maggie, Maggie's Hammer.com and you can see it, uh, the book there. And it's a great, great book. Uh, great book. Check it out. To look at Amazon.com if you want to as well. And um talks about what's going on here. And uh, I wish you a good night, everybody. And thank you for being with us. And uh, again, uh, look up uh, Maggie's Hammer. And um, I think you'll be amazed. All right. Good night, everyone. Let's see if I can find my. Good night.